This is the Day Zero Update for March 1st, 2020. I'm Fuiko Today's episode is a little bit out of the ordinary. You might say it's a little irregular. Uh, we have guests today, and we're going to be talking all about PC Building Simulator, a game that I've been playing for hundreds of hours, literally. So, let's just get right into it, shall we? Uh, so joining me today, we have uh, two uh, folks from the Irregular Corporation. That's uh, Fran Shergold and John Duffel. Uh, so if you'd uh, like to introduce yourselves and tell us about what you guys do at the Irregular Corp. So I am a community manager for the Irregular Corp. Um, I spend most of my time really based on a PC building simulator title. Um, but I also kind of dabble here and there in bits of art and there's the irregular corp brand channels as well um but i kind of i kind of do a lot of stuff actually thinking about it um yeah so we like to wear lots of lots of hats at the regular corp (laughs) (laughs) sounds that way um and i am uh, john duffel so i'm in charge of the design uh, stuff at the irregular corp which day-to-day means looking after um and helping out the people that, um the, for the games that we are publishing um but specifically on um the on pc building simulator um i was the designer essentially once we um, once we t- took the title over i was the sole designer on the project so um yeah i know that project inside out so uh, yeah, it would be a good idea to start with uh, the beginning of the project then. Like, uh, how did it come about and who initially thought, you know, PC building, probably make a pretty good video game? Um, well, we originally saw it, actually, because um, a, uh, a solo dev called uh, Claudio Kiss, who uh, is Romanian, um, he was building a, a demo, basically, and he put the demo up on itch.io, and we saw it through um, Jack Septic Eye's uh, YouTube channel. Um, he did a Let's Play of it, and we spotted it on there and thought, that is a really good idea. Um, why hasn't anyone done it before? It seems pretty obvious. Um, and at that time, there was also uh, the so things like Car Mechanic Simulator and stuff like that were just starting to sort of take off and really sort of like become popular. So um, the fact that there were simulators in the world that weren't about PCs being played on PC um, then finally actually doing one that was about the thing that, uh, the, the very thing that you're playing the, the game on if you see what I mean um, yeah it's almost like the ultimate meta but um, it's uh, yeah it, it, it seemed like a really good idea and it turned out that um, it was extremely popular yeah so um, that's where it sort of came from yeah uh, so as far as uh, the design of the game itself, uh, like w- where was that balance between figuring out uh, how authentic you want to be and also making choices to make it actually fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't an easy one, and there was a it was a lot of sort of trial and error. Um, especially once you start once you start delving into PC stuff, like PCs obviously are quite modular, and so all the components go together in relatively normal sort of ways. So um it's it's almost more perfect for a game like this than something like car mechanic where lots of engines are actually different from each other if you see what i mean um and aren't as basic um as portrayed in the game in you know but putting a pc together essentially they're always the same sort of components but um once you start delving into the actual details of this stuff 
yeah, you wanted to sort of you wanted to, to be as honest as you could. And the main issue with that, I guess, was compatibility um, and performance, um, as well as obviously getting all the components looking right um, and fitting together properly. Um, yeah, but the hardest part was making sure that the that the things went together how they should go together and that they worked together when they should and they didn't when they don't if you know what i mean um and yeah that was a hard hard line to tread um generally we kind of went along the lines of uh if it's if it's interesting uh and it's relatively fun it'll go in if it's complicated or it's just annoying we left out okay yeah so like you have things in there like water cooling and uh of course overclocking is in there it's it it's very rudimentary, but it ha- it teaches the concepts, which I think is important. Yes, yeah, exactly. And we've always um, like we we want to build a franchise um, out of it. So the next one, we're going to get more in depth into those things. But as a first version, you know, just sort of testing the water and seeing what you know the, the audience really wanted. Um, and the audience have been great. The community is wonderful. Um, they're very vocal, <laughs> which is a good thing. Um, and yeah, so we're just basically taking on board what they're saying and we'll build upon that. Like PC Building Simulator is a game of two modes. Basically, you've got the free play mode where you can just do whatever you want, build a PC with no budget and just have fun. Uh, and then there's the campaign mode, which initially starts out as a very basic business management simulator and then turns into a genre title, which I found amazing. Uh, so uh, yes, like who uh, handled the character design and uh, and stuff for that? Well, the um, with that we actually end up using um, so our sister company Mediatonic. Um, they've got a long history of making narrative based games, and they've got um, writers on their staff. Um, and so we we engaged with them, and they wrote. We we, we came up with a, a template for for how missions could function. Um, and the sorts of things that we could do um, in the game, and they then let their <laughs> let their imaginations run wild. Um, and yeah, I think it's not something that I think when we first started making the game we thought we'd do, um, but it sort of evolved quite quickly, and it felt right for the product um, that there were these strange characters out there um, who you only interact with really through their email and through their PC. Um, which is not, you know, your normal story um, story systems, but um, yeah, it worked out really well, and we were able, I think, to not take ourselves too seriously. Yeah, I find like as someone who actually has done this for a living, uh, mm-hmm. that that motif of uh, getting to know somebody through their PC and through what they tell you uh, is actually shockingly accurate. Um, <laughs> yeah. so uh, okay well i didn't have to deal with any uh cursed pcs or uh, nigerian princes uh but uh you, you do get to get to know people and like uh, recently i'm playing through the campaign again and uh, i was going through uh, captain ben's ben arrow's uh, little storyline and mm-hmm. you know, it, it's heartwarming it's uh you know he started out playing a flight simulator with his girlfriend and then the two are married and it's it's mm. just a, a look into their lives and it just it feels great you know or same with oliver who's the aspiring esports uh the kid who turns out to be a champion you know it's uh they're very relatable in a lot of ways yeah i think this is the that's the wonderful thing about um something uh of this ilk 
Um, it's, 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 it's quite a wonderful canvas, I think, to paint things on. And certainly creatively, I always think, anyway, to a certain extent, the more restrictions you have, the more creative you can be. Um, and certainly the writers, you know, did a really good job there. Um, and I think once we first started creating the first few and, and we understood how they would go together, yeah, they could just let their imaginations run wild and um, come up with some really, really, really good stuff. Yeah, um, yeah no, it's really good, really nice. Yeah. And relatively new for the for the for the genre at the time. Yeah. In terms of actually having real characters. Initially when PC building simulator started out, it was basically only generic parts in there. But very quickly, uh, you got a lot of interest from a lot of different uh, component manufacturers and the like. Uh how did that end up happening? And like did did you expect that to even be a thing? Um I think we were hopeful from the offset that we would be able to um engage with manufacturers we essentially be offered them a free platform to show off their tech and um, especially some of the the lesser known manufacturers um, I think it offers a great way for them to engage and to um, you know sort of get themselves out there um, so a lot of the deals were done through our, um, our publishing director Stuart um, Morton so um, oh. he <laughs> Uh, I, I'm laughing because yeah, I, I'm a, I have I've had a few of his jobs already. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's in the he's in the game. He's his favorite color is purple in real yes. life. Yeah, and it is in the, in the game as well. But um, yeah, so he he's he's, he's brilliant, and he um, he engaged with them all. And I think the good thing is that they they got it straight away what we were trying to do. Um, I think if you're trying to create another, uh, you know, a game like this in another genre. Uh, you know, car manufacturers or boat manufacturers, those sorts of things, they don't really get 100% what's going on or what the product is or how it functions, um, you know, in terms of finances, in terms of licensing, in terms of how stuff gets out there, like why it even happens, um, why why it's a good thing. Whereas a lot of the, 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 the component manufacturers understood it straight away, recognized it as being a great thing. And especially once we started getting a few of them in and the game got traction, it was a very easy conversation to have with all of them um, in terms of getting their stuff in the game. And most of them, I have to say, have been absolutely brilliant in terms of helping us and supporting us to get their, their products in. That's that's great. Are there uh, any that you're after, or you, have you have gotten pushback from? Um, no, not really. Actually, I think we've got most of the major ones in there now. Um, I can't really think of anyone else who would. would we start getting into real niche products um, after a while now, uh, but I think we we might start engaging more with uh, personalities, should we say, that are within the industry um, more. Um, and helping um, them use the platform um, and obviously our scanning from that. But, um, yeah, now that we've got lots of official stuff in there, and, again, it makes the game feel real, I think people are wanting more and more sort of, like, niche elements from the industry and from uh, from PC stuff, basically. Um, and so we will double down on that, basically, in the forthcoming titles. And, um yeah, there's uh, there's lots more people to, to, to meet and lots more people to, to interact with. Um, so yeah, watch this space. All right. Uh, so this one probably will uh, be more for Fran. But uh, so did uh, PC centric uh, YouTubers like have an effect on uh, the game getting traction, or how has the response to that been? I think at the start it was definitely what is this kind of game, you know. 
and for for major YouTubers, it was something that was so different that I guess that was a real boost for the game. I I feel like you don't see many massive YouTubers kind of playing the game at the moment, but we do see a lot of mid-tier and small YouTubers and Twitch streamers. Like, daily, they're always, let's say, playing, well, building PCs and stuff. And it's, you know, like, I try and promote uh, streamers as well. Like, it's one of my things is to try and get small streamers to try and play these new games and stuff. And this is one of them that I've actually been trying to uh, give to the community. I support all small streaming and, you know, I try and help out streamers when I can. I I find that any sort of mid-tier and low streamers are very valuable. And luckily, we've got quite a good uh, community of uh, Twitch streamers and YouTubers who, who just like to make playlists of the game um you know originally maybe it was a good thing to have a big youtuber showing the game out because it would have got eyes on it but nowadays it's definitely more people who are kind of dedicated in showing what they've built what they're building and their the creativity uh making builds as well because a lot of people are still quite astounded what they can actually achieve within the game so yeah, yeah. As far as uh, for me, my first exposure to it was Jay's two cents. Uh, he's done a couple of uh, like uh, two, three plus hour streams, just you know, going through the career mode or building uh, free build. And uh, I'm not sure if this is accurate, but he seemed to imply that he was going to be in touch with you to actually help with the water cooling. So I don't know if that actually happened or not. John, <laughs> I mean, uh, he hasn't. Yeah, I've had no contact with the guy, so no. Yeah. Uh, but, um, no, but we would, we would, we would love to. If he oh yeah. yeah, all he needs to do is hit me up, and we can chat. Like, and then I can relay any messages. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you know. that, yeah, that may be something to uh, watch for the future. Because yeah, know, yeah that... uh, we maybe get an update on the status of the console versions. I mean, the console versions. Um, everyone knows they are slightly behind PC con- uh, the PC version. Um, but, you know, we are working on getting all the updates that are, w- you know, within the PC version onto console. We just, um, I don't really have a date for that yet. So. All right. So it's a work in progress, we'll say. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so as far as the PC version goes, have you uh, considered maybe opening up a beta program for uh, members of the community that, you know, you, you think are perhaps... Uh, more interested than others to help uh, you know, alleviate things like uh, releases coming in a little bit hotter than they should? Well, I mean, we've we've actually uh, tried this, uh, well, I'll say like a, a beta program. It was like a, um, a group of uh, players that I put together within the Discord channel. Right. Um, for when the career mode got an update, we actually put together like a a test group um who were working on you know just playing through the game seeing if there was any issues and that was before that was released i mean at the moment it's purely kind of down to bandwidth of organizing things like that but you know it's just some it's things i can do in the future it's it's you know these are possibilities it's just i think for like a major update like the career mode it was very important to get like feedback from the key members of our community 
and putting them all together in one Discord channel was an easy way of sort of uh, getting information back and forth and 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 it had the guys within and gals within the Discord kind of like they sort of came together because they were like you know the the sort of I guess veteran players and so they knew the game very well. But you know it's it's so it's something we've we've done in the past. Um, whether we could do it for every release, <laughs> release that's a um, a different story. But you know I, I like doing stuff like that. Yeah, because it seems to me like a couple of the uh, releases in the past, like 1.5 and 1.6, came out a little, uh, shall we say, busted. And yeah. I, I definitely have to thank whoever it was that actually lost sleep, because I know somebody lost sleep to fix those very quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we are we are a small team, um, and I mean, as as PC builder as PC building grows, the the team behind it are getting bigger. So hopefully those those will happen less often. Um, but yeah, there have been a few times when um, we've slightly dropped the ball, um, and that's just down to a small team working really really hard. Um, but the the community were brilliant about it, and generally everyone was pretty positive and very kind. And um, yeah, we managed to fix it pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's usually within a few hours or at most a day, and it was back up and running properly. So uh, I can't really you know fault anybody there. I know development is difficult. Uh, having actually tried it myself, uh, <laughs> especially with the Unity, when uh, you have no idea what that engine is going to do. Uh, there, there are times when you will make one change and something is affected that really doesn't make any sense in another part of the, of the engine. That's been my experience, at least. I don't know about you, about you folks. Yeah, Unity, Unity is a, um, a law unto itself at times. But it's, yeah. it's a wonderful tool. We love it dearly. Oh, it really is. Uh, but yeah, um, everything has their foibles, right? Right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so is there any final things that you want to uh, to cover before we wrap up? And I know Fran's uh, feeling a little under the weather, so I won't keep her longer than we have to. No, not particularly, I don't think, unless there's anything you want to t- talk through. Um, yeah, thank you for including us. Um, it's really nice to talk to people who uh, love the game as much as we do. Well, I will say that uh, it seems to me like you implied that uh, there will be more uh, PC building in the future. Uh, so this this is not done. This is still ongoing. Yeah, no, no. Um, we, um, we, we love PC building, Sim, and... Um, we have so many fun ideas for it and so many things that we want to do with it. Um, so, yeah, definitely um, watch the space. More stuff is on its way. Yeah, well, Hopefully more more career because that's, that's been great for me anyway. All right, so uh, I think we'll wrap it up there for today. Uh, I want to thank uh, Fran and John for joining me, uh, taking time out of their Sunday uh, to uh, make time for a small podcast. Uh, so uh, with that, I have been Filippo Donolfo, and we'll sign out.